You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Chuck was here because he likes these topics. Am I a, a bad person? Well, he, he always says, says yes. yes. I can never finish the sentence. Now, I don't know if I'm a bad person. You are. This might make me a terrible person. You are. But the question would be, more: am I, am I a bad person or am I a bad parent? So I'm at work yesterday at, at Fox 2, and we did not have a 5 o'clock show, which is very disappointing. NASCAR was in Texas. I'm sure you volunteered to work extra just because of that. Yeah, very disappointing because, yeah. you know, we would have loved to have been on the air with some quality highlights, et cetera. So what I'm doing is getting that 9 o'clock sports show put together. So Carson came in. With, I'm in there for a couple of hours. I'm going to run back home. And my son Carson's in the room with me. He's on an iPad or something. Now there's a larger group of people just kind of hanging out. And we're telling some story. And I drop an S-bomb in my story. Oh, no. And one of our directors goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes, earmuffs, earmuffs. And I'm like, wait a minute. He just said earmuffs because he didn't want the kid to hear bad language, except I'm like, it's my kid. So it's a little embarrassing when you swear and get called out like, sir. Also, no offense. I'm, I'm, I know you're a good dad, and you and Carson have a good relationship. I'm guessing he's heard you curse before. That's probably fair. <laughs> But think about my embarrassment now. I'm at work getting called out because uh, there happens to be a kid in here. You might want to clean it up. And it's like, uh, yeah, that's actually Martin's kid. You, yeah. So does that make me a bad person or a bad parent? I think it's probably a Tony LaRusso tied for first special. Back on the midday grind here, 590 The Fan. One o'clock, the hard line coming your way. Fast Eddie's doors open at one o'clock. God, it's always a great time of year. But we had Eddie on the show the other day. We're just saying how oh, this is so much fun because you get in spring into summer and people are a little more festive. You get out more. Fast Eddie's is all about the great menu, the cold beer, but also just the fun. If you're just having a down day, you go to Fast Eddie's, your mood is going to turn around. Live music every single day. They're open seven days a week. If you haven't been, get on back up to Alton, Illinois. Take the Clark Bridge. You turn right. Can't miss it. Fourth and Broadway. In fact, your first turn, it says Fast Eddie Way, the outdoor area. I was trying to get him to explain the roof. It's not quite like Miller Park where it just kind of creaks and opens. Basically, the outdoor area, they covered up in the winter, but now that the spring is here, they start to slowly. It's like a slow reveal, I think they call it. Or a soft opening in the restaurant biz. But the outdoor patio area, tons of fun. There's music going out there, music going inside. It's a big place, huge parking lot, always happy to accommodate. Having a birthday party, a bachelorette party, stop on by, bring the bus. They've got parking. They're ready for you at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois, where the fun never stops. I would like to point out, Brian Hoffman was as excited about any one topic, as I've seen really in years, and it was the Cardinals season. Oh, yeah. I don't want you in four-plus games, let's say four-plus, it's 3 nothing Pirates early, 
today. I don't want you to get off that train just yet because oh. you're excited about Flaherty. He wasn't yes. good the first time, but you're not down on him. Down on the offense, to be honest with you. I didn't think they'd strike out this much. You're just a little After concerned. After all the preaching about on base and contact, uh, start the first four games with that. The first week of the season. That many strikeouts. But that, that's not something that – like, if you start off slow on power, that generally increases as the year goes on, especially in the summer. It's a little more humid. The ball travels a little bit more. Strikeouts tend to stay strikeouts. Yeah, I would agree with that. Cubs had a – you see that you Darvish start? The Cubs had a less than inspiring – Debut, especially for a guy who they are. Darvish is sort of their follower. Is that fair? Where they're kind of like rebranding, rebranding. Yes. And they're yes. bringing him back. Remember our guy, Dave Kaplan, even a week ago, said, you is having so much fun. He's speaking more English. All of these things that are storylines in spring training at every franchise. It happens everywhere. And people are saying, yeah, I don't really care if he's making jokes. I don't really care if he's speaking English. How, how's he going to pitch? He he is their follower. They've sort of rebranded him. They're trying to pump him back up after the big deal. And Darvish went two and two-thirds, was it seven walks? He walked seven, struck out four. I would say for the Cubs, rotation is a concern due to age, and Hamels did not pitch well yesterday, and their bullpen, even on paper, is not especially impressive. And in practice over the weekend, it was even less impressive, coughing up two leads Saturday and Sunday. Now, that's something that's worth paying attention to because these aren't the Rangers of old. They're not that stacked of an offense and to give up as many runs as they did over three games is kind of startling and it doesn't matter but that's a really bad opening series rangers cubs yeah you don't go interleague opening weekend i mean that rangers cubs is about as blah as it gets it's not a division game it's not a national league game it's just why don't you go interleague early because it's stupid it's really just because it's really is it just because of the different rule sets? Is that why we we draw such a no, starker line? I think it's also just untraditional. We don't draw such a stark line between conferences in other sports. Like it's a very like like they play less often than than if the teams in your conference, but it's less like ritualized playing across conferences in every other sport. But baseball, it's a very hard line. And I've always wondered Correct. if it's just because of the rules or if it's just We have unwritten rules is. and we stand firmly behind those unwritten rules. I get it if it all comes down to playing a game where, you're, where your roster's differently used that early in the season for either an AL or an NL team going to either person's park is unconventional and weird. But beyond that, I can't see the reason why it's a weird thing. It's my blink. Hoff, do you agree with my blink? Yes. It's thing, just Cubs Rangers. Agree. Cubs Rangers just feels wrong for an opening <laughs> se- opening baseball, set of games. It's again unwritten nostalgia rules. I'm basing it on that. Uh, Schnook sponsors our high school athlete of the week. They also have the great app. You can download that app, and when you're shopping, it helps helps organize your shopping list. But it also will help will point out where some of the healthier options are, if you're vegan or if you're organic, whatever you're looking for. Not that you're organic, but if you're looking for organic, it basically can walk you through the store, get that updated app, download it, make sure you get your rewards. I was at Schnucks yesterday, and they said you had $10 sitting in there. That's at that point where you're kind of on the fence. Like when it's two, four, six, eh, keep it in there. Lady said, you got $10 in there. I feel like it's Bob Barker. What are you going to do? And I turn around to the audience. Did you panic? Like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I'm like, let's... uh, Let's leave it in there. Let's roll it over. 
It's a lot of fun. Schnucks pays you for shopping there. They pay you back. It's the rewards program. They also deliver. Schnooksdelivers.com. And right now, get the Matt Carpenter salsa. The spicy salsa. Which the extra mojo. It was delivered the other day, and I wasn't here. I got a text. My yeah, guy's dad. Yeah, Zach Collins. And that's a Zach was a C, not with the K, despite, you know, and the Matt Carpenter C, not with the K, despite recent issues with the Cardinals offense. Uh, but he did come by and dropped it off. He texted me. Yeah. I said, i here for Martin. Like, well, Martin's not here, so I'll take it. But he said Brian would have it for you when you get did you say that not really okay there might be some in the fridge I'm, I'm, I'm chips gonna, are long gone i'm gonna assume that it's, and remember last year our guy zach forgot the chips that's right we, he referenced that he too. brought salsa without <laughs> chips and we're like dude what kind of what kind of marketing genius are you <laughs> we guilted him into it we made him go get chips or no did you do it i think i did it we made you go get <laughs> chips the point is you can get the uh, carpenter salsa two versions this year the regular and the spicy get it at your neighborhood schnooks time now for the end of the day the end of the day okay when's the end of the day at the end of the day it's gonna be tough to tell someone they might not be in it at the end of the day even though there's moments where you're like oh i, you know, I don't want to do this okay what are the odds say on may 1st that adam wainwright is still on an, still in the rotation I'm just trying to think of what the likely scenario is. You could go to John Gant. Probably not going to Reyes that early. I think they kind of have him sitting there thinking they'll use him at some point. But... I see Reyes as a closer alternative. If, if you Reyes, have to is, Reyes is going to have to fix Can he hits? play left? He's going to have to fix it. For a guy who's been injured a lot, we've got him fixing a lot of problems. <laughs> um, May 1st, I would say the percentage is Wainwright's in the rotation May 1st. Probably like. 55%. What so are May 1st the, gets him how many starts? Three, four. Maybe a fifth one, depending on how the schedule works out, because it started so early. Mm. It's April 1st today, so probably four now, more starts after this. All of this, five total he, gave up, he gave up a three spot in the first. What if he goes five? Gives up three. You're going to hear, I figured it out. Well, but it's five innings, three runs. That's better than Flaherty gave you. But doesn't it matter Better how you yes. get those three it runs? It matters how too? he looks in the first three know. innings. It matters how he gave up those runs. It matters that he threw, what, three strikes in his first 12 pitches? What I are the know. odds? Results matter? What are the odds that Dexter Fowler is starting in right field on June 1st? <sighs> Who are they playing that day? <laughs> you don't mean specifically that day, but that everyday he's starter. Yeah, everyday starter. Um, I think they really want it to happen. We've seen that. Numbers got to be there. You got Jose sitting on the bench. O'Neal sitting on the bench. I don't know. I think his odds might increase if Ozuna ends up on the DL or if Ozuna ends up being a disaster. That might give Dex. He may become less of an issue. I'll say 65%. He did say right field. What are the odds that Marcelo Ozuna is on the team on August 1st? Oh, I like that one a lot. Hmm. 50% would be a terrible answer, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'll say 52%. <laughs> I think it's more likely than not, but I understand the logic. A guy who's not going to resign, you have no real plans on bringing him back. But it's going to be hard. If he's contributing, can you pull that trigger? If he, You can live Honestly, with him. Honestly, if he's contributing, yes, you can. You I, I really believe you can. You can a, you're saying if he's contributing, you could still trade him. Yes. I think it makes it easier to trade him if he's contributing. And you well, for to get sure, as the value. The, who fits the roster better. I think I, I think it's become abundantly clear with Ozuna that he is a square peg in a round hole. 
He doesn't really fit the lineup very well right now. And he certainly doesn't fit what you want to do defensively. Because you already have... Bader can only shade in one direction. Either he's going to shade in right with Fowler or when Martinez starts, certainly towards right field. And then you need to have a left fielder who covers some ground. At some point, you've got to make a change to this outfield. I think it's... And I know it's four games in. This is the fourth game of the fifth game of the year. The fifth rather. game of the season. But I think we can see early issues with an outfield that's too fluid. And I, Tyler O'Neill can play center, but his best position tends to be the corner position. Yes, right. But can he so, hit well enough to to play? He didn't. Frequently. Right. He didn't help himself with his debut. Zero for four, three Ks, which we know he's going to strike out a lot. But at least. I guess what what's the argument for O'Neill a lot of times is better defense at this point and maybe bigger upside, you hope. I think there's a legitimate fear that if you trade, and I don't think you should factor into it, if you trade Marcelo Ozuna, you're trading him to a team that has a square hole, and then all of a sudden he fits in, helps a team make a charge in August, and then there's another body that Cardinal fans are, again, without the context, bitching that the, that the team got rid of and then he succeeds elsewhere. Uh, apropos of nothing, but um, I know we all talked about Goldschmidt's um, good debut or three home, four home runs over the weekend. A texter pointing it out. I'm disappointed in myself for not bringing it up because I'm a huge fan of him. Colton Wong is off to a phenomenal start to the season. He walked already earlier in this game. He only struck out twice over the weekend, had a couple extra base hits, and uh, DeYoung just made a nice play. I think the infield defense and more so the defense up the middle has looked Really good to start the year. You can tell Goldschmidt makes a monster yes. difference at first. Even with the air, he looks really good out there. No, and how many balls? How many balls does this team throw in the dirt a anyway? Lot. That's why you can't it, put Jose Martinez. It's at almost first. every throw to first. Doesn't every throw yes. seem to be in the dirt? This yes. poor guy's got to dig him out. He's really good over there. Uh, that that was a move we all lauded. We regret the contract in the last year, maybe, but overall, to get an impact bat. Middle of your lineup, I guess second is now middle of the lineup. Great defense. That was a good move, but it may not have been enough to patch all of your holes. I think that's what we're concerned about. Uh, I'm looking more so just at um, rating share. It looks to me that la- that the lowest rated NC Final Four might be 2016. Frank was saying he's calling this will be the lowest rated Final Four in history. Now, I do think in recent years going to the cable for the regional or for the national semifinals might have affected it. CBS will carry it this year on Saturday, but in recent years, I think TBS has had those Saturday games. 14, 15, 16, and 18. Turner carried the, um, the Final Four. CBS had a break in 2017 and carried all of those games. Oh, last year... Villanova, Kansas drew a 6.8. Michigan, Loyola drew a 7.2. In 2016, it was Villanova, Oklahoma, 6.1. UNC, Syracuse, 7.3. Why is the nation well, down on Villanova? Remember, remember what, is there, you have 2012 there? Yes. Was that UCon- Was that the second Butler and UConn one? Mm, that was Kansas, Ohio State, 9.6. And Kentucky, Louisville, 8.4. Oh, okay. I, was, I was thinking that one, that UConn-Butler one would have been pretty low. I mean, the truth is everybody complains about the big-time programs, but everybody watches. Yes. We're all tired of the Yankees. We're, I get it. But when they're on, you're like, ooh, the Yankees well, are on. You we, can't help it. We want to see George Mason in the Sweet 16, but we want to see them in the Sweet 16, not anything beyond that. Hey, did they get the Final Four? Oh, it's unbelievable. Are you going to watch them play? Eh, probably yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the end of the day. 
And a reminder, March Madness is not over, even though it's April. If you're going to get online and wager, you still got time to do that. We still have three games to go with Forget Your Bracket. Have a little fun. Make a little money. You can do that at my bookie. Sometimes it's fun just to get online and gamble. Just ask Chuck. He, he does makes, it often. He does it. <laughs> I think when he lit on his resume, like hobbies. Gambling. You know, working out, eating, gambling. March Madness, the most exciting action-packed sporting event. That was just in case he was listening. (laughs) Your grandma probably filled out a bracket. Place your bets, all of them, at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid at mybookie.ag. And don't miss opening weekend at Bush Stadium. The Padres are here. We've mentioned that. It starts on Thursday. San Diego here for the entire weekend, Saturday and Sunday day games. And on Sunday, April 7th, 30,000 fans. 16 and older, receive a Cardinals windbreaker to add to their wardrobe thanks to Old Dominion Freightline. Get those tickets at cardinals.com slash promotions. Get that windbreaker this Sunday cards, Padres, starting on Thursday with the home opener. That'll do it for the Midday Grind. The hard line is coming your way next. Dr. Rick, Kenny Wallace, all part of the programming tomorrow. I want to mention uh, listener rewards, Martin, real quick. Herbie's and Kingside Diner. I don't mean to tell you to rush and to hurry up and get any, but uh, I see one Herbie's left and two Kingside Diner available. $25 for a $50 gift card. So you better go to 590thefan.com and click on that listener rewards banner and uh, buy those uh, right now. We've been to both. Yes. And the food at both. Phenomenal. And not only phenomenal food, but also they have kind of an interesting twist. You'll find like a Monte Cristo or things you don't always find. They fall greatly in that middle, that brunch area, like breakfast slash lunch, that kind of menu. They both have those. Get your listener rewards while you can right here on 590 The Fan.